The following story has been brought to you by storiestoinspire.org. This story slash sheer slash chizuk is going to be b'schus li nishmas Reb Zechariah Wallerstein, Reb Zechariah Shimon ben Yitzchak Hakain. May his neshama have an aliyah. And maybe will also give us a little bit of a taste of something maybe that we could perhaps take in. And I'm also dedicating this uh, sheer slash story slash chizuk for stories to inspire for all the amazing work that he does for Call Yourself. This is really a Stories to Inspire edition. Okay, so the story goes like this. The story goes like this. So this young man in Eretz Yisrael who was engaged, in Israeli, who was engaged, but he had no money for his wedding. And he did not want to impose upon his father to try to raise the money. So he decided that he's going to travel to America and he is going to collect the funds himself. He was never in America before. So when that happens, what do you do? Where's the first place you go when you're in America? You go to Shemir Shabbos, Avade. <laughs> so he, went, he finds himself in Borah Park, Shemir Shabbos, and uh, it serves as a crossroads for many, many Jews all over the New York area. Anyways, he asks to find, it was Shabbos Nachamu, it was in the summer in the country, when the island was in the country in the summer, and he asks around in Shul, if anybody's going to the country, and everyone was going to the country. Shabbos Nachmu is one of those weeks that the Oilam goes up there. So he finds himself a uh, a ride, and he goes up. Now, why should he go to the country? This is really, but what's he thinking? So he's thinking to himself that anyone who's able to afford another house in the country, which we're going to see in a second what he thought that meant, so they could obviously help a young Israeli Bachar pay for his wedding. Okay. So the driver arrives in the Catskill area. He turns to the Israeli boy and he says, okay, so where would you like to go? Specifically, which uh, which colony, which place? So the boy was very confused. He was perplexed. He's like, eh, what do you mean? What do, what do you mean we're, we're, we're going to the country? That's where we're going. Where is the country? He's like, no, no, the country is a, uh, it's not just one destination. It's multiple destinations. There are many, many colonies and it's actually getting bigger every summer. He's like, what are you talking about? It's not like one like street, one rechov with like a few houses of really rich people. That's not what it is. He's like, no. He's like, okay, so where should we go? I don't know where do you want to go. I don't know where do you want to go. So now the driver had a task to perform, and he began making the rounds to various bungalow colonies to find out if anybody had room for a guest. We're talking about Erev Shabbos over here. And uh, where is this person going? Shabbos Nachem with Elam's packed. And the bungalows are not as big as he thought. Some of them are pretty small and old. And they were brought there by truck. So they fit in the truck. So it's pretty small. Anyways, the first three stops that they go to, unsuccessful. Shabbos Nachum, like we said, it's a big week. Anyways, the fourth colony, there was a resident whose name was Yasel Tabak. A well-known Baal Tzedakah, whose custom was to... Spe- this is just Agav, parenthetically. Whose custom was to sponsor a large uh, Matzah Shabbos Kumzitz on Shabbos Nachamu. And for that occasion, he brought in an Israeli singer. Also speaks Hebrew, Israeli, Gvaldik. Anyways, just as... The, so they were in this his colony. He didn't know anything yet, but they were in that colony. As the driver and this Israeli boy arrived at Rabbi Yossel's bungalow colony, the singer happened to have left the Tabak home to get some fresh air for his voice. No, right, he had to practice. <laughs> okay, anyways, so he saw a crowd forming around the uh, the driver as he was trying to negotiate a bed for this Israeli chassan. 
So one Israeli to another Israeli felt bad, and he said, you know, I, I really hear your story and everything, I hear your play. And he ran back to Rabbi Yassel, and he said, is there any way that he could come sleep in my room? I'll give him my bed, and I'll sleep on the floor, or I'll find a place to sleep, whatever, we'll figure it out. So he said, yes, okay, amazing. Friday night meal, the Ilum sitting over there, and the Tabaks hosted a large uh, table full of guests. The Israeli Bachar asked the singer, by the way, whose house is this? Whose bungalow is this? Or maybe house, I'm not sure. Large bungalow. So he said, uh, his name is Yasl Tabak. He's like, what? He's like, are you serious? He said, no, Yifshach, Yifshach. Be'emet? Aval, be'emet, aval? Aval, be'emet? He said, yeah, it's his house. He's like, ah, oh, I want to speak then. He's like, you don't speak English. Yeah, I will speak little English for this occasion. He said, no, please don't do that. <laughs> he said, it's on me. You know, I invited you here. I got you a place to sleep. Please don't, uh, just don't do that. You don't speak English. And he starts like banging his glass, ding, 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 ding. And everybody looks at him and he gets up to speak. And meanwhile, um, this, uh, this Israeli singer is like, oh, please, Hashem, please let this moment pass as painless as possible. Anyways, everybody quieted down and they watch this Israeli young boy who just came, needed a bed. He stands up and he starts telling his story and he says, Rabotai. He says, 20 years ago after I was born, which means I'm 20 years old, my father went to the Kosel to Davin. He went to Davin at the Kosel and he was crying with gratitude. It wasn't just Tam to thank you Hashem, I had a child, a healthy baby boy. He went to the Kosel and he was crying his eyes out. And he said, thank you Hashem, I have a healthy baby. You know, a lot of times in life we take advantage and we take for granted the, the, the gifts that we have because well, everybody has them. And we don't realize how important it is and how big and amazing and awesome and what type of bracha it is to have a healthy child. I'm just saying, and if you happen to be a healthy child, whatever age you are, you have to be thankful that you're a healthy child. You've got to be very thankful. Anyways, he was by the case and was crying, thanking HaKadosh Baruch Hu, um, that he had a healthy baby. Now, meanwhile, this Yossel, Yossel Tabak, who was there 20 years before, and he's watching this Israeli man by the Kaisel crying, and he figured, you know, this guy's going through some severe things, some real serious issues, and he needs help. So he came over, and he said, um, I don't know what's going on with you, but if there's anything I could do to help you, I'm like, what's going on? You okay? He's like, I'm, I'm excellent. I'm amazing. He's like, so why are you crying? He said, I'm thanking Hashem. I'm thanking Hashem that I had a healthy baby. We were just like to have a baby boy. And this like blew Rabbi Yassel Tabak away. He said, you know, he said, wow. He said, you should know my name is Yassel Tabak. And if you ever need anything in the future, you come to me. I'm blown away. I'm inspired. That's the way to thank Hashem. You're sitting there crying, thanking Hashem. It's unbelievable. Like most people, thank you. Yeah, thank you. But say, thank you, Hashem. Thank you, Hashem. You know, say, thank you, thank you. Say, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Don't do it again. They say, I'm sorry again. I'm sorry, you know. But by you, it was so real. I'm blown away. So just remember my name, Yasel Tabak, and if you ever need anything, please come to me. Now, says the Israeli boy, this was 20 years ago. He said, when I set out to come to America, I had no idea where I was going. I didn't know who I would see. So I asked my father, do you know anyone in America that I could collect money for my wedding? And my father said, no, I don't. I really do. Oh, he's, I do, I do. There's one person 20 years ago. Oh, what was his name? Tabuk, Tabik, Tabak. I don't know if that happened. He said, oh, Tabak. Yeah, his name was Yasel Tabak. If you could find him, I don't know where he is. Uh, somewhere. Maybe he's in California or maybe he's in Brooklyn. Maybe he's in New York. Maybe he's, I don't, I don't know where he is. But if you could find him, he is somebody that you could go to perhaps. Because I remember 20 years ago, he mentioned to me that if I ever need anything, I could go over to him. 20 years ago. And I don't even know if he'll remember me. 
When I came to America, says the boy, I had no idea where I was going. I didn't know where I would stay. I thought the country was one street with five rich people on it. You know, that's what I thought. But HaKadosh Baruch Hu laid the path out for me 6,000 miles from my home. He didn't just bring me to America. He didn't just bring me to the New York area. He didn't just bring me to the Catskills. He brought me to the table, the exact address, the table that I had to be by. And I am here by the table, so I wanted to thank Rabbi Yassel Tabak, and I also want to thank Hashem Birabim. And he started crying, just like his father did 20 years ago. I'm joking, I don't know if he did, maybe he did, he probably did, probably the whole table did. Anyways, yes, Rabbi Yassel Tabak knew a miracle, he knew a nace <clears throat> when he saw it and he realized, wow, this is us tapping in, seeing how Kaddish Baruch Hu Mamish guides and directs everybody. And after Shabbos, he brought him around as, a, as his special guest to all the families in the colony who obviously gladly helped him. And check after check, the Chassan's dream, uh, the wedding and all the different things had to, were paid for right away. Mamish took for him. And also Rabbi Yassel added his own generous donation as well. More wondrous than the money, than the paying for the wedding and everything is the derech, is the path that HaKadosh Baruch Hu put him on. And the fact that he was able to realize you know, a lot of times you don't see this, so we doubt sometimes. You know, it's hard to have full, full, full bitach and full trust. But Al-Qabani was able to see the the way that HaKadosh Baruch Hu led him exactly where I have to be. There's such a joy to that. Like this, this, my Father in Heaven is watching me and guiding me. My, my Father in Heaven is watching and guiding me. Now, what was going on in his head while he was going on the journey? I don't know. How am I going to find the right to the country? Where's the country? The second he heard the country is multiple destinations. Oh, oh, no. Where am I sleeping? There could have been so many times in his little journey over there that he was doubting. And, oh, no, I'm stuck in this and that. And we all have that in our lives. Every one of us. Where's Hashem? But we have to remember that the path that Hashem puts us on, that Hashem directs, Hashem is there. Mamash, we're all puppets. And Hashem is putting everything into place like a big chessboard, and He sees a billion moves ahead. And we have to trust in that. We have to really trust Him and realize that even though we don't always get to see it, it's happening. When each of us, when each one of us are born, Hakadosh Baruch Hu tells us that if you ever need my help, just call out to me, come to me, daven to me, ask me. I'm watching you. I could hear everything you say. I'm watching. I could see in the dark also. By the way, when you turn off the light and close your door and lock it. Hashem says, I, I could see, I could see through the dark. Hashem sees everything. And this is the message that we need to implant in our hearts. You know, the furthest distance is from the brain to the heart. We know that. We got to put it in our hearts. We, we can't just know Hashem yet. Yeah, we have to also feel, we have to really know. Our logic builds the platform of our amuna, but our love for Hashem and our ability to feel His love for us is, uh, it has to be real. It has to be in our heart. It has to be open. We have to remember that Kadesh Baruch is really, really watching us. And He really, really loves us. And He's really, really guiding us. Even if things are a little bit hard for you right now. Or you know what? Things were hard for you for the past five years. Or the past six years or the past ten years. We have to remember Hashem loves us and Hashem guides us. Enjoyed this story? Come again. Bring a friend. Stories to inspire.org.